Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. talking a lot before we press record and i just wanted to just press it because the banter is good when the bat is there <laughs> you gotta you got you gotta just press record hey do you watch a show called sex education on netflix so brian and i watched season one and maybe some of season two loved it and then just kind of didn't return to it for no specific reason but i know I the play i know the players and i know mm-hmm. yeah like, I, I loved it mm-hmm. uh, you know the, my only thing though and I'm. Yeah. This is going to be unpopular. I'm positive of that. Okay. I've never heard, and well, I've never heard mm-hmm. good stories mm-hmm. about Jillian Anderson. But I like love. Um, I watch. I've, I love X Files. Like I, I like. I like her. I just. I sometimes I get nervous because I've never. I've heard some really nasty things about her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, number one, I was shocked to find out that her accent is a real accent. Like she's real. actually, yeah, but she's from Chicago. Wait, what? She Is she pulling a Dorit on us? Wait, by the way, speaking of Dorit. That's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I love I had it. To, I had to add something to the board. That's a oh. bitch. <laughs> she did flying, flying, uh, flying colors, yeah. She, she won. She won the episode. If we, if there was power rankings, she won. And she also won the. She won the headlines right after the episode uh, started too. It was honestly so good. Um, or as Dorit would say, good. Good. That's that's almost sounds German when you isolate that one word. Good. <laughs> but that's Dorit also. She mm. would add in a German accent to a British accent. She would. Child of the world. <laughs> love her um and are you okay. a child of the world <laughs> i kind of am actually i mean mm. not the whole world but I'm not. some of it <laughs> i'm not no i mean i've traveled Con- but I, i'm continental us of a baby when for you're, you when you're born when you're a fifth generation texan and i'll let you do the math <laughs> on what that means um <laughs> 
Uh, you're not child of the world. No. <laughs> I think you're um, officially a son or daughter of the American Republic. How many people were scared? <laughs> Me too. I was really, really scared. No, I am. My sister was invited to go to like one of the parties or whatever when she was a little kiddo. <laughs> but they didn't invite you. They were like, mm, we can well, see the gay off of that kid. <laughs> no, no. It's it's there's daughters of the Republic. And then uh-huh. I don't which <laughs> we like it, when I first heard about that as a kid, I was like, that's crazy. But then as you really become an adult, you're like, no, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like what? What are the boys? What do they just clanmen? Clansmen? Yeah, I think it's something like they they mail you a, a pointy hat. Um, you start out white, it gets red. Like after you are kind of there for a while. Oh, America! Oh. What a place we live in. Now this is a combo app on both feeds, but I wanted to say to the dumpster dive people, we were off for a little bit, and I believe you were too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And because, um, uh, yeah. Did you have a nice time off? Yeah, it wasn't intentional. It was the world be crumbling around me and I can't take to the mic and talk about dumb shit. But but being with you today felt important and we're going to have some fun. Oh, samesies. I felt the same reason. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know what? I can't even watch Bravo right now. <laughs> People are literally dying, babes. So I can't. Literally. Um, you know what's funny? Some of the Bravo shows, the unlikely shows for me are comfort in these times. And they're not the good shows. They're the bad shows. Like the Housewives for me doesn't com- comfort me in the same way. And this is going to be crazy what I'm about to say. There's something about the dumb idiots on Southern Charm and Winter House that I find like it's my special show because I don't. I don't involve myself in online discourse about either. I don't recap it. I don't talk on it. I don't tell, I don't talk to anyone about it. Like I actually don't want to talk about it here cause it's my show. But like, yeah. I just like tuck myself into bed and watch like a bunch of like alcoholics be mean to women. And I'm like, good night. <laughs> and it's not good. I'm not going to say it's good, but I, there's something special about tonight. My show's on. Okay, well, I think maybe <laughs> it might have something to do with your lineage and perhaps generational. You know, um, you're right. You know, we, genetics. The genetics. We are, are getting like, somewhere. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you don't have oh, to be a daughter of the this, Republic, do you? <laughs> this feels like home. <laughs> um, obviously, we're going to talk about Beverly Hills, but we must, we must, we must talk about the Potomac taglines. You ride me. <laughs> I had to put that one on for you. I didn't put Candace on here, but Karen, no. Karen's, no. Karen's tagline. It's clear the writers have been on strike because these taglines were not written in time before the writer's strike ended. Because Karen's tagline is, what is it? Wait, now I'm forgetting. It's like, no, okay. I don't I'm, ride I'm gonna... fences. I am the fence. You ride me. It's three sentences that don't make sense. And essentially her being like, well, at first her her statement is like, I am Switzerland, essentially. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no one's Uh, riding Switzerland. It makes no sense. Um, Hold on. I got to find it. (laughs) Okay. I Googled it. And the first thing that came up was her tagline last year, which also makes me laugh. Just like a (laughs) three-wick, just like a three-wick, I burn slow and never waver. (laughs) 
I love I her. I think that was two seasons ago. <laughs> no, I think that the last. Oh no, maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, just um, 2022. I'm going to <sighs> I'm going to a certain Instagram account that posts everything. The one we hate to love. Let's see. <laughs> Is it Schmeens of Schmavo? <laughs> uh, no, it's Schmeens of Schma- Schmavo Plus. <laughs> Although they don't have it here, where was it? What? What is going on? Yeah, where is it? Maybe they stopped posting on Queens of Bravo Plus. Oh. Um. Anyways, we'll find we'll find them in time. Oh, here we go. Queens of Bravo. Um. Yeah, the taglines are cuckoo, uh, bununu. Um, yes. First, we have. Well, you know what? I'm gonna save Candace for last. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll come to Candace last. First, we have Ashley. You don't have to dig for gold when you shine this bright. That sounds like a line from um, like a children's musical. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, does very kid adjacent. Giselle, I'm no angel, <coughs> but give me some grace and you'll learn to adore me. What does that mean? I don't get that daughter, at all. Her daughters. Wait, her her daughters da- are angel grace and adore. Shut up. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, well, that's kind of clever. They wrote it. The girls. Once again, it. the writers were on strike. We gotta, we gotta come up with something. <laughs> now this one, ma- this one made me spit out my beverage. I just took a DNA test, and it turns out I 100% don't care. <laughs> okay, honestly, instant icon. I it, love it, it. I love it too. I think there's a her delivery is a little hard on it, and I need it to be a little. I need I need the delivery shift because it comes in. She's like, I just took a DNA test and it turns out I 100% don't care. And I'm like, I wanted just a little more laissez-faire, a little more No, Robin. I feel like when you hear it, though, I feel like it's there. I feel like it's there. She's like, I just took a DNA test and it turns out I 100% don't care. Like she really, really doesn't. And you know what? Queen of not caring. Been on this show for seven seasons now. Mm-hmm. So good for her. Yeah, Keep yeah. on keeping on, Robin Dixon. I, I agree. Next we have Mia. Now, never a tagline never starts well when it starts like this. It doesn't matter the size <laughs> of our home. <laughs> I'm always the queen of this castle. Oh, poor Mia. Bleak. Um, next we have our new wife. Uh, I believe her name is, is it Nika? Yeah. Nika? Nika says, Nigeria raised me, LA made me, and Potomac will remember me. Now, she looks like she's going to come in a little hot, which I'm excited for. Yeah, she's coming for Dr. Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. She does in the trailer yes, the say that. <laughs> How many people were scared? <laughs> me too. I was really, really scared. Now, next we have Karen. I don't ride the fence, honey. I forgot there's a honey. I don't mm-hmm. ride the fence, honey. I am the fence. You ride me. <laughs> you ride me. Yay. And I like how it ends on the button. That Wait, one more time. You ride me. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the audience just sitting like with the math problem above their head. Like, what? <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> no, I literally, I when she said it, I gasped. I was like, huh? Because I didn't know what that, like, I thought. We're going to stop at I am the fence, which is also nonsensical. It doesn't make but any sense. You, but <laughs> if, if you're saying you're the fence, then you are agreeing. You ride the middle. Yes. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. The, the I, line, like, I'm not the fence. 
you could say like I play both sides or I see all sides. I have yeah. how I have houses on both sides. And I think I think also when somebody says like you're riding on me or you're riding me, I think that means that they're like obsessed with them or like they're like, you know, trying to get at them. Yeah. So I see what she's trying to say. It's just that it's so silly and so nonsensical and that I actually love it so much. It sounds like like a Frankenstein pickup line to a woman. You ride me. <laughs> it's Mad Libs. <laughs> like it's just completely <laughs> silly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then lastly, we have Wendy. Uh, if you're going to test this professor, be prepared to fail. I mean, this feels like a season one tagline to me. Like, Also, okay, when you test a professor, wouldn't the professor be the one that would be failing? If the person who is taking the test, they are the one that pass or fail. I think, so I'm I, not sure I, know, I understand I know, but that. I think you're thinking too much into it. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I'm sorry, best for last, we have this. <clears throat> when they go, the Candace, when they go low, I just hit high notes. <laughs> Candace. I was chatting with Kai of the Real Housewives Orders. Shout out Kai. Love Kai so much. And we came to the conclusion that Candace continues to re, uh, reinvigorate the form of what it means to be a housewife. Mm-hmm. She changed yeah. the game with what a housewife song could be. And yeah. she's changed the game with kind of what we thought traditional taglines could be and sound like. Yeah. Um, did you see that there's a, the Bravos that they're doing at BravoCon this year? This like con, con, like award show or whatever? Yes. Yes. I saw that. And um, in the category of like the best uh, song of the year or whatever, <laughs> the options are obviously good as gold. Which I'm like, I don't think that that's still. I know well, all be. the songs. I was like, well, these are all old as yeah. fuck. Even so dr- drive back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drive back. Good as gold. The Drew Sedora bop from the reunion. Well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was a good one. And then the other two are so silly. It's Oh Holy Night, which is just <laughs> Erica screaming along. Oh. Wait, I thought you. I thought that. Oh, that's a way in a manger. Did a way in no, the manger make the cut? And then also a way on a manger is okay. in the in the running. So it's just like you know, like it's such a silly bunch of songs that I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I would argue that out of those songs, like Drew Sedora and and Candace can sing. Like they're singers, sure, totally, right? Sheena admits she's not a singer. She's no. a performer. This is a potential mother. <laughs> yes. Erica's song is not even her song. It's her screaming. <laughs> well, we need to tip our hat to who actually sang that song, which was Diana's gay husband. <laughs> Ash- Ashton? Asher? Asher. I'm very anti-outing people, except for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Lisa Barlow's away. On a manger, in a manger. In. It's clear in. you're not. <laughs> so sorry. Wow. Wow. It's like sorry. You, it's like you don't know the hymnals. Well, I'm not Christian, <laughs> so that'll do it. As a daughter of the Republic, I take offense to that. <laughs> you are a daughter of the Republic. <laughs> People call me the daughter of the Republic, honey. <laughs> Yeah, there's there is a tagline I'm, there. I'm the daughter, and you republic me. That's like what Karen would say. 
Yes, I am the daughter of the Republic. I rep- yeah, I'm trying to think. It'll come to me later. There's something there. Uh, I love them. I love them so much. I'm so excited to see those kooky, silly girls. They are a show that is comforting to me. Yes, they make me happy. Beverly Hills isn't for me. It just keeps, I'm very on edge. I'm like, I'm like sitting at the edge of my bed, like constantly trying to like think like, are you doing something good or is it going to be bad? Because their seasons are so kind of just flop. The last two have been fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Last season was a little dragged on and it got really mean, but there was things happening, but. Prior, prior to Erica's demise, you know, it's been a little yeah. tough. But Potomac for me, I could talk just I, I like want to just watch Potomac all night long. All the time. All night long. Yep. Um, okay, so this premiere, premiere of Rehearsals of Beverly Hills, the ladies are basically getting back together after the reunion. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that net these women have been together this whole time. Well, the so reunion do- ended a bit dark kyle i'm positive didn't talk to any of these ladies and the thing is rinna and kyle are the glue for a lot of them Mm -hmm. whether it's their glue because everyone hates the person (laughs) or you but like kyle bridges the gap between erica and sutton because kyle's like really good friends with sutton and erica Mm -hmm. and crystal Mm -hmm. too well sort of but yeah and then rinna kind of his mutual hate like but without with Kyle not wanting to talk to anyone and Rena being out um you know I think a lot of them didn't engage with each other yeah for sure um so Dorit does this plans this retreat um which is interesting I try to google eagle woman because first of all I don't want to be disrespectful to of course native not. people no but one thing I needed to make sure is like this is not some white lady who is just like stealing this <laughs> yeah. shtick, right? Because let's be real, that happens quite often. Yeah. Um but uh, I Google yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I did Google and it turns out she's a fourth generation shaman and she is she does have, I guess, lineage to a native tribe. That being said, she also is linked to like acting. Yeah, see, so okay, I, and, here, I think and I'm, she, you can I, jump in here and be like, Tom, you're going down a tough road. Okay, so I'm just, you, I give you that permission. Okay. I, as a daughter of the Republic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> unfortunately, so many white people are, ha- like, have native, like, blood in them because uh-huh. of how fucked up colonialism is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. let your mind just kind of like go from there. <laughs> Rhymes so, with grape. <laughs> correct. Um, you ride me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't. Okay. We're all, laugh- we're all laughing. We're all laughing. Um, and so <laughs> I just, you know, that hearing that she has some lineage, I need to like kind of see the charts, like how much I'm talking, you know, because like. I too have Cherokee in my blood and I don't want to dive into how that became a part of me. No, no. no. Wow. Wow. <laughs> We're okay. learning a lot. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I was like, okay, but she, so she has lineage and then, but she also is 
married to a person who also has lineage. They used to perform on shows, like they used to do stage shows. So I think she found a place. She was mm-hmm. like, there are a bunch of uh, rich white ladies that are willing to give me some money for me to say things to them like, forget what you know and remember what you forgot. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, it's a riddle. She should get behind kind of a get a seat at the writer's table for the taglines because I think she would do a good job. I think that's a good tackle. I think that's a great tackle. I know that I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. In, it's in almost... the, if you put in this town before it, it'd be a perfect tagline for Kyle. In this town, forget what you know and what, know what you forgot. What was it? Remember what you forgot. That That's a that's a Kyle tagline right away. What does it, it would mean? Be a... I don't know. I don't know. What Nobody it knows. It would be a perfect one for Rinna the season after she got cornered for saying that Kim, uh, <laughs> Kim's going to die alone Kim was, or whatever. Yeah, near death. <laughs> Um, that, okay, so wait, that is, yeah. I need a second. That yeah. is hilarious that she said that. <laughs> I mean, it's great. awful, but I'm saying like Terrible. that scene of her in Mexico with Kyle asking her about it and her face of just being like, now wait one moment. Let me just kind of get my head wrapped around this thing. <laughs> she says I, she doesn't remember. She goes to her room <laughs> and then she calls her husband and is like, I think I did say it. <laughs> What's not to love? Okay, I missed that, Rena. I'm not gonna lie. That's a bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay that she's a bitch. Yeah. Well, um, they have this retreat. There's a whole bunch of other scenes. So what I did is I wrote three words for each person on the cast okay, sure, that we saw me. this season. Are you cool with that format? Yeah. And yeah. we'll just talk about it. Okay, so Dorit. The words I wrote for Dorit are Chips, marriage, brunette. Uh, brunette? I'm digging. Yeah. 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 What do you think about it? I mean, hello, as a brunette myself, I love it. Yeah, I I, I think there's something kind of like, there's a little, it has a, it has like almost like a, a 90s, mm-hmm. like, like Sarah Michelle Geller in scream to vibe to me i don't know there's like a 90s like mm-hmm. hot girl aesthetic to it that like is i'm i'm into it's kind it's of like the jennifer moment. love hewitt very that that's better that's better yeah, i know what yeah, you did yeah. last summer <laughs> yeah um the chips the chips and the marriage go hand in hand because the episode literally opens with pk mm-hmm. paul kemsley going into the pantry and getting not one but two bags of chips Let's talk about his flavors that he took out. Wait, he I didn't took notice out. the flavors. Yeah, tell me. I did. It was barbecue. Barbecue and the other what? one was. But, but, but what, what brand was it? Was it a Lay's? Lay's. They're okay. both Lay's. Okay. One was barbecue and the other one was sour cream and onion. Okay. I mean. Listen. I can't what, help but stand. <laughs> three weeks ago, was it? We were all together playing cards and such. Yep. Eating literally those two things cramming both of them in my mouth at the same time here's the thing lays gets <laughs> what the girls want like they listen to the children they feed the children literally lays is the daughter of the republic <laughs> she's the mother of the republic she's mother she's been she's she's always mothering lays is always mothering and i don't know what child helps them in their shops to make their chips so thin and i tip my hat to that child because the the chip is so thin it just falls apart in your mouth 
And the flavor per chip, despite its um, lack of, you know, shape, like lack of uh, weight, is yeah. so packed with flavor. You can't really be upset about it. And also something that Lay's does really well is in the, I think there's always a general anger towards chip bags and how few chips there are in them. Uh-huh. I always think Lay's does a great job of packing the bags. Like Doritos, sometimes they'll open a bag and you're like, okay, so there's like 15 chips in here. And see you <laughs> yeah. in a second. But Lay's, I think, does a good job packing, maybe because it's a lighter chip. But yeah, I think those are great observations. Now, have you? Are you um, a kettle girl or no? Um, yes. Thank you for asking that amazing question, <laughs> Nor. Thank you for having me on your show. Um, you have such great questions. The kettle I do like, but it has to be the right scenario for me. I mean, like I'm drawn to them, definitely. Mm-hmm. But a kettle chip, you feel like you ate kettle chips a little bit more. Then when you eat Lay's, you're like, what's next? <laughs> it's air. It is air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love a kettle, but sometimes like the the gorging on a bag of Lay's because of its airiness mm-hmm. is just right. I'm like, I don't feel like shit at all. I feel great. No, no, I completely agree. <laughs> and, you know, so we, for my, for our mom's birthday, um, Two years ago. Oh, we talked about that. I've told this yes. story 5,000 times. So I'll tell it again. We did a wine and chip pairing party. And I could not suggest that more to anyone. And the big, so uh, barbecue paired really well with, I believe it was Malbec. And then um, sour cream and onion was the twist chip that paired really well with Chardonnay. And I, we, I think as a community, you either like loathe Chardonnay or you're like obsessed with it. I'm I'm on the loathe side of things, and it made the flavors of the char Chardonnay just kind of pop. Okay, um, absolutely putting my request in right now for this. Okay, great. Let's but do it. I would like you to plan a party like this mm-hmm. and invite me, and that's all I want to eat. Done. Let's do it. I literally okay, will perfect. do it again. Okay, great. It was the be- it was the best day. We had so much fun. Yeah, I kind of want to. I want to do it with you, and then I want to get the tips, and then I want to do it for my cousin who's getting married soon, and she loves wine and she loves potato chips, and I feel like. But I'm worried what? you would get like lit because <laughs> the chips are so little. No, of and course we would eat more food. We would. We had like food on the side to snack on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that sounds amazing. Anyway, what do you think is going on with Dorit and PK's marriage? I think, well, you know, something I always forget is how not long they've been married. Eight years. That's it. That's not a long time. Did they have those babies before marriage? I think so. <laughs> like they're I re- little. Well, yeah, they're little. I mean, I think the baby, it was like we have a baby. Because both babies were there when show began. Yeah, when the show began, baby was baby, baby. Right. But okay, What's I need mean? to do Phoenix? I need I need to pull out a whiteboard. Let's do some math here. How long okay. has she been on the show? Um it was like I, season it was so season I think season 7 was her first season. Okay. Cuz season 6 was Erica's first season and she came after Erica. She did come after Erica. I'm pretty I'm sure say- season 6 is Munchausen season, season 7 I think is Junk Boat Vagina season. <laughs> yes, correct. Well, Yes, junk junk boat was was she there for Munchausen? She was not there for Munchausen. She was not. Junk boat is her season. That's her first season. Junk boat. That's right. 
Because that was the whole vagina fight. That's right. Exactly. Which, you know, in the words of Oprah, a.k.a. Maya Angelou, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. PK didn't enter onto the scene a shining star. PK. He entered on a little bit of a a red face um, uh, misogynist. Um, okay, the internet is showing me that this lady's been on the show for six seasons. One, yeah, two, so three, when they were four, on the five, show, six. that's crazy. Seven seasons, seven seasons. So when they were on the show, they were like newlyweds. Okay. Which is weird. They didn't give that vibe then. I think they were together for a little while, probably before yeah. that. Yeah, so they were newlyweds, and they had the the fresh baby and then the other baby. The, ba- the other baby was like a toddler already. Jaggy. Jackie. Well, you know, Jackie I think it's, I unfortunately do think it's a case of sh- her. I'm not blaming it on her, but sh- her star rises. She's hot shit. And PK stays a little red faced Brit. <laughs> and I mean, I, I think that he also doesn't handle her stardom well, probably. Well, I think also between the two of them, there's only one person making real money. And the other person's <laughs> owing Which a lot one of money. is it? I don't know. I think it's Dorit who makes the money and PK owes the money. Right. So those soccer yeah. players that he, didn't he own like a, a sports team or something? I don't know, but there was allegedly some debt that he owed at like the Bellagio. Like he had like major, like not the Bellagio. We can't owe debt to casinos guys. That's just something <laughs> we can't do. No, not in this day and age. No, because people will kill you. Yeah. You're going to get your <laughs> kneecaps blown out. Yeah. Ask Frank Catania. Okay. <laughs> Was he a bounty hunter or was he on the other side of it? No, his calves blew up. Remember? his He had a calf injury where his calves exploded. And I was like, I don't think they explode, buddy. Someone shot you in Atlantic City. <laughs> and it's a crowbar to your legs, buddy. Yep. Anyway, um, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this leak because mm-hmm. yesterday during the premiere, we got this news that Dorit and PK were separated for the last two months and they're living separate lives and all this stuff. And then today they released a statement that that is not true. They've never been separated and Mm -hmm. their marriage, they're working on things in their marriage. Now in this episode, there was a lot of like Dorit getting annoyed with Erica about the bitchy comment at BravoCon, which by the way, her impression of Erica dead on. That's a bitch. Uh, It was so good. So good. I'll be honest with you. Dorit is good at almost everything she puts her mind to. Mm. You think she's good at all these fashion lines? You want to go? You're right. She's not. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> there's been a there's been some failures. Beverly You're Beach, right. you know. You're right. You're right. Where is so, Beverly Beach? I don't know. Wait, I don't know. And also, where are those wedding gowns? I'll never forget Dorit those gowns. Nectaria. I'll never forget those gowns at her home and that reveal during COVID. I'm like, <laughs> that's what we need during COVID. You to just like do a huge party where. There's five of you to just reveal gowns and windows. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I do too. I, I honestly do really love her. I think she's a great, She. I think she's one of our great housewives. I really she do is. think that. She is. She's top tier. So um, I, I was thinking about like how she was, you know, really the big fight between Erica and Dorit is that Dorit is annoyed that Erica said that shit about her marriage and all this stuff. And then even later, she's talking about like, oh, well, like to Kyle, she's like, yeah, I was having PTSD and he was working all the time and I just felt like he wasn't around and I didn't feel safe around him and all these things, right? 
I was thinking to myself, do you think, because Erica is a sneaky ass bitch and she's got a lot of people working for her who have like a lot of like space in like the blogs and like the gossip space or whatever. Like they have a lot of say there. Do you think, this is a conspiracy theory, do you think that Erica put out this thing about Doree and PK being separated so that there is some validity to the thing that she said and that way it's no longer bitchy. It's just, it's a reality. I'm going to need you to kind of take the tin hat off, set it to the (laughs) side. Um, I don't think that. I think that Dorit and PK released it themselves to bury it. I think they honestly thought they could bury it because Mm. Kyle was going to be on Watch What Happens Live. And the show was more shocking about Kyle and Mauricio. Like, I think they thought, like, let's get ahead of the season. If we throw it in, like sometime during the airing of the premiere, we might be able to get away with not as much press about it. But do you think they, they released it? I think they did. Because they came out today and said that they, they're not separated. So yeah, but well, who cares? Honestly, one, that one that makes me just think it even more. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, like anyway, the I still the stick statement by was so I, I stick by it. Stick by it. The statement was so like, what we're working on is us and us means our family and family is everything and everything is us. And I'm like, okay, just, you could, or you could just hop on and be like, that's not true. Can you guys stop that? I would believe that more. Same thing with the Mauricio thing. Like that video of them, Mauricio and his dance partner sitting in that dance studio in New York city. I'm like, y'all look guilty AF. Yeah. Coupled the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Her hand isn't the only thing you're holding. No, no. Um. Anyway, peace and blessings to Dorit and PK. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Erica. Three words I wrote down for Erica is hormones, showman, and empathy. Empathy. She had that therapy session where. Oh right. By the way, didn't I tell? I told you. I told you that there was that show couples counselor or yeah, whatever couples therapy celebrity couples therapy the lady who is erica's therapist on this television show is was couples the lady therapy. who was, yeah. she was a therapist. i mean it was clear in that scene they were reading teleprompters behind each other's heads like they were <laughs> <laughs> they were like and how would you respond to that well i just think like it was just so that scene felt so just like laid on thick they're like let's also- get a storyline across here how are you 50 years old and you don't know how empathy forms well, you know, Erica, Erica's complicated. Yeah. She was like a baby and then Tom swept her up essentially, you know? I think yeah, she's stunted true. in a lot of ways. Like doesn't have a lot of kind of understanding of social cues and where what it means to actually care for people. I don't think she really yeah. knows that. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's true. Sometimes I forget that Erica is a Latina. Huh? Don't you remember that when she went when we like met her when she was writing a book or Brian Moylan was writing her book and we went to like Atlanta and we met her mom. And then she said that her dad, who she was completely estranged with, was a Hispanic man. Wow. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. It's like we forget Christina Aguilera is a Latina. (laughs) Blood bombshells. I never I never forget Aguilera. (laughs) That's true. And have you never listened to the Spanish version of Reflection from Mulan? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
Never forget that version. (laughs) Thank God, honestly, and thank God we released a Spanish version of Reflection from the movie Mulan. (laughs) 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 Thank God. The people needed it. (laughs) Was She's All I Ever Had, the Ricky Martin song with Christina Aguilera? I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with that oh song. Oh my God. He was, it was so good. And I can't remember if there was a Spanish version of that song. Anyway. She was the queen of releasing Spanish versions, Spanish versions of her albums. Yeah. Cause she's like, a Latina. She, she would sing, I turn to you literally in, uh, I don't know. I don't know Spanish, but I don't know what turn is. <laughs> Yo turn to us. To you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, well, happy Spanish heritage, uh, his uh, Hispanic <laughs> heritage month to Erica. It just wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica um, has therapy, and she says that when she was making fun of Dorit and her marriage and being shady, she wasn't being shady. She was being a showman. Do you think Erica's a showman? No, actually, yes. I don't yes. know. Why. I said no first, just out of instinct, because I my instinct is not like her. But unfortunately, she is a showman. She, I mean, she is. She gets it. The, the, you can't. Here's the thing. I don't love her as a person. Awful. You cannot deny that she has star quality. Yeah. Her sitting there crying at that table two seasons ago, star. Just like sitting stone faced, just tears, star. Also, <laughs> need we not forget the music videos are good. So, like, we have to kind of tip our hat when there is a showman on our hands. Would you pay um, one whole dollar to go see her in Vegas? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. Nora, I saw her opening night of Chicago. Oh, you did? Yes. Was it all that jazz? She was. Fa- she was fantastic. I'm serious. I'm not. I'm not saying you just heard me. Dr- I just dragged she her. Razzle dazzled you. She was fantastic, and also I met her, and <gasps> um, she was delightful. Oh my god she was so nice she was like we weren't trying to like because we knew people in the show and we went backstage obviously in the expectation that we would see her that's like why yeah. we went backstage but then she like wasn't coming out we were hanging out on the stage with our friend and then we were like okay we're gonna go head home and right as we about to head home she walks out and she goes you guys are leaving stay for a little bit and she just like chatted with us about like how cool it is to be in the space. She was like, she had a very, she was so grateful of like the opportunity and like so kind to everyone around her. I think that she is better outside of the show. I think mm-hmm. she has a hard exterior on the show because she wants to come across a certain way. I don't agree with what she does. I'm not saying that, but I think that she's not a villain in life, but she makes a good villain on the show. Okay. And in that regard, she's a showman. Yeah. Okay. Do you think she lost all that weight because of hormones? I mean, I get, I mean, I don't know how these things, like, do, if I just, but I, okay, I No, it doesn't work that way. I want to just shout out, like, I don't think that <laughs> the, the trans community would be, like, obsessed with this idea that, like, hormones, if you just inject enough hormones, you can, like, be thin like people need hormones to like be who they want to be i don't think erica needs hormones to be i don't think this body shape is who she wants to be like there are other ways to get there so i will say that if she was planning to do her show and she was like working out and doing like stage shows and all that like if she's prepping for that obviously she 
lost a lot of weight probably from all of that. But like just to get on the page of how ladies' hormones work, like usually around like her age, she's probably going – she's probably perimenopausal or menopausal, which as you'll remember from our sweet our sweet drunk angel, Shannon Bedore, causes mm-hmm. a lot of weight gain. And then that can be kind of balanced out with hormones. But that usually doesn't make you lose weight. No. Like that's not a thing where people get the right hormones and um, balance out their estrogen levels or their testosterone levels and then they lose an exorbitant amount of weight. But I will say she looks amazing. I mean, yeah, I think Kyle looks great. And I really do believe that Kyle isn't on Ozempic. I think that she's legit not drink i think her and marisa would just drink a lot every night together and not work out like and she's cutting out alcohol and she's like literally lifting weights and i wish more women would lift weights there's like 100 percent. there's a very toxic culture of like you just go run run Mm -hmm. every day as far as you can and come home and then you'll be skinny Mm -mm. the way bodies work is that your muscles like muscles need food like to like mm-hmm. to like live and so when you're building muscle muscle will eat fat and like consume yeah. those nutrients like you're going to receive more results by lifting weights and like changing 1, up your percent. stuff like just do a couple squats y'all like don't you don't need and this is coming from a recovering cardio addict because i was a spin mm-hmm. instructor for eight years I just I think that she is just thin because she's like lifting weights and eating well. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about why Kyle looks the way she does. Yeah, but I agree with you that one hundred percent weights. Like when I hear girls talking about cutting calories and doing cardio, I'm like, babe, your bones are gonna stop working. We need to lift weights and we need to eat some protein and we need to eat balanced meals. Like we gotta eat. But also, you, your body yeah. isn't gonna shape itself in the way that you want it to by just like running. As exactly. far as you can, you know. But yeah. my point to that is Erica, to me, I think she looks... I, I liked her better before. I, I, I don't... I mean, I don't know. I don't... I, I She's looking a very thin. Like a scary mm-hmm. thin to me. But Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of thin, let's talk about Sutton. <laughs> Three I mean, words I wrote down for Sutton. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I wrote Jennifer <laughs> Tilly. Horse. And legs. Always. I always think about her legs. Those legs. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. God, California is not a windy place. <laughs> she just tip on over. Those legs with seven half. <laughs> I have to ask you: Is Sutton trying to fuck her horse? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe sounds like the horse is rich. <laughs> the horse lives in Amsterdam. Go off. <laughs> I mean, I feel like: Are you a horse? A horseman? A horse girl? No. Are I don't you? Know. Texas to me feels like. I understand, but even though I am a daughter of the Republic, I did not <laughs> grow up in a rural area. Like we didn't have my family didn't have horses or acreage pit. and horses. We we lived in now. Now I'm gonna like contradict myself. But we did live in front of a small farm that had animals, <laughs> but like the town itself is very suburban. Like that's mm-hmm. like people have horses. Like where where we're from, like they'll be like a patch of land where there are animals and then there'll be like a McDonald's, a Sonic and a strip of like suburban homes. Yeah. Like it's like, that's yeah. how Texas is. So yeah. no, we were not, but our, okay. we have friends and family who, who were. Yeah. 
there's a lot of horse people in New Jersey too. There's like a lot of it's very equestrian here but, and in Maryland, of course. But horse people is different than like, did you have a horse? To me, yeah, Sutton like a horse girl, about, yeah, is a whole category. <laughs> Sutton is a horse mom. But see, she's not horse girl to me. She's just rich. Like, have you ever seen that clip from season one of Broad City where they go to the Upper East Side for the first time and they get off the train and they walk by this old woman and she goes, my second horse died this year. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's sudden. She's like, oh, yeah. she's a rich. <laughs> yeah, she's rich. She's right. like, she's she's like, I have money to spend. So I'm just going to buy this horse. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, she has lunch with Jennifer Tilly. Honestly, you know, I like Jennifer Tilly. She should be on the I show. Love her. Yeah, she should be on the show. Um, it was, you know, you were talking about earlier about like how you love Potomac and like how you watch Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is a show where I barely pay attention because mm-hmm. there's so much fluff in the middle. Yeah. And this whole episode you, was a lot of fluff. Yeah. I don't really even remember what she talked to Jennifer Tilly about. She was talking about the horse and we, I can't believe one of your words was not about the gay like assistant oh God, that we've assistant. never met before. Yeah. Who's like really trying to ham it up. He was like, honey. He was like, a horse. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to be the new Mickey. Mickey, Mikey. Mickey. Well, <laughs> Mickey is someone else. Mickey is, is Lisa Kudrow's assistant in the comeback. <laughs> yes. Which that is. Well, that's, that is who he is. Yeah, right, right. R.I.P., yes. <laughs> right? Yes, R.I.P. I know. Oh, but sad um Sutton does drop this bomb that she believes that when PK was arrested for a DUI that there was a woman in the um in the vehicle with him that was not his wife no in Sutton's offense she's just saying that she heard that she's not saying that it's true (laughs) yeah that's shady as hell (laughs) I love it it's uh welcome to the show I'm like I know just like Get on board. Uh, yeah. It's mean. Her delivery to me, though, is always so iconic. It feels like we're watching in like a, a soap opera. Yeah. Um, Garcelle, all I wrote down for her was kids parenting gas because I don't, she just had that scene with her kids. Her boys are cute. I do, I, I do love those boys. I love them. Um, uh, but I'll be honest, I was like, fast forward. <laughs> What's. Let's I know it felt that what, what, that was a weird. I it's clear they put that in there because it's a storyline on the sure. show. Yeah, because that feels like something that would come in like episode twelve. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I was like, "All right, well, this is that's that." And I thought maybe they would talk a little bit about like the kids because like her kids were literally harassed last year while being on the show. Like there was like people leaving racist comments on her kids' Instagrams and stuff. Right. Like, So I thought maybe they would talk a little bit about that. But it was about like how her one son has a girlfriend that he's obsessed with. And the other one was like, I'm tired of, uh, I don't want to live with you anymore. I want to live with my dad. I was like, okay, great. That did make me sad though. Like, of course, it made that's... me horribly sad. But I was just like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I know. It, it wasn't what I wanted to be seeing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, before we get to Kyle, I have to say for Crystal, I wrote, huh? Where, when? I don't, I don't remember her. <laughs> she, they really cut her out. What happened? Yeah. They, and I, Capra, I, I, I find Chris, I actually kind of, I'm a Crystal fan. I, I think Me she's too. like a fun, 
she's kind of like a new genre of housewife to me because she's very she's so rich deeply unbothered by the show and is down to like get messy you know yeah um i really like her i don't know why we didn't get more of her she had to have something to say she didn't have one interview not one interview they showed that one scene with her husband who dropped a, a bomb. I think he said something like, I can't remember what he said. I'll be honest. Who was it? About? It was, it was about someone. Dorit? Yeah. Kyle? This was someone's marriage Erica? or relationship. It was Erica. No, it was, it was Erica. It was Erica. Yeah. I don't remember It was about her legal, was. legal woes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like he said, he said she didn't. She didn't. Uh, she didn't steal the money, but she did spend it or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good one. What's their husband's name? Rob. Rob Minkoff. Lion King Rob. Um, I do love, I love Crystal. I really enjoy her. Um, Except and, yeah. at dinner with Kelly Dodd. Oof. That was tough to see. It was. I was like, what's going on? What did on? you talk about? Now, did she post a picture of her with dinner at dinner she with did. Kelly Dodd? Oh, God. I thought of Kelly Dodd. No, that. she did. Which is the thing that troubles me. <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> I'll put it in my back pocket. Does she listen um, to this podcast? She does. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she did. The thing is, Crystal, I'm, uh, hey, please Crystal, do better. <laughs> that's sus behavior. We just we just <laughs> talked about how we really like you. So yeah. I'm just saying we like you. Yeah. We want more of you. What was that about? What was yeah, that about? Crystal, I'm going to defend you because of how these white ladies are going to come for you and try to shut you down. As the Asian woman in the group, I'm gonna have to also say, "Hey, you're hanging out with the other racist lady, the yeah. most racist lady on the on the uh, network." Talk about daughter of the republic. <laughs> <laughs> also a Latina, though. <laughs> wow, this is a real Latin Heritage Month episode. <laughs> okay, let's go on to obviously the meat and potatoes of the episode. Things that Kyle is not eating, okay. but it's Kyle. Um, let's just talk about it. I I did write sad pizza for Kyle because that pizza that Dorit served her, that was tough. Literally, <laughs> was, was it microwaved? You think was it a? It wasn't even a DiGiorno. No, no. I think she did get it from somewhere, but I think that she just. I don't know why she pulverized it in the oven. You know Blaze Pizza? Have you ever heard of that place? No. It's like a chain, but they have like keto pizzas and gluten-free pizzas. I feel like she ordered it. I'm sure there. it had a cauliflower crust. Oh, 1,000%. And those girls did not eat it. They were like, no. this looks disgusting. Blaze Pizza. Is it, it's like a, it's a, like you go it's pick a, up pizza from there? It's a franchise. It's a franchise. It's like a, it. it's like a make your own pizza place. Oh, there's one, there's one here in LIC. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So obviously the question going around ever since this news broke out about Kyle was that is this for real or is this for the television show? After seeing Kyle and Mo together, what do you think? So I think that scene started as a like we need to film something moment. Mm-hmm. And then it unraveled into something realer and un- unintentionally. I think that they were trying to be good for the cameras and be like, Mauricio's at work and I can't get attention. You know, like that felt like a little stage to me, like him being like on the phone in the office, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. That just, it didn't feel very genuine to me. But I do think things started to unravel once they were on camera. 
Yeah. Because there was like an awkward energy between the two of them. And, you know, we're only seeing what's on camera, right? But what happens when the cameras go down? And my thought is that they don't spend time. They're not spending as much time together because the show's not filming. So the show's filming and it's essentially like he's a cast member that has to like show up and be a part of things. You know, like yeah. I, that's kind of like the vibe I got from that, which that's a, that's a heartbreaking scenario. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to psychoanalyze Kyle a little bit right now. So Kyle talks about like how, you know, she went through this shit with her sister and it was really hard and her friends and all this stuff. And then she kind of is in this phase of her life where she's like not going to be a people pleaser anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the other thing to remember is that Kyle's youngest child, Portia, is like ready to leave. And so I think Kyle is preparing to no. be an empty nester. Wait, no? how old is she? Portia's like gonna No, she's not eighteen she's... yet. Is she? I is think she I think she... no, because this is season thirteen of the show. And I think she was like two on two. the show. Like she's probably in deep in high school, but it is in the it is in the future, it, near it's future. It's preparing, yeah. right? So yeah. I think she's preparing for an empty nest. And it's not just the empty nest, like her older daughters are also going off on their own. Like, mm-hmm. even though they're very de- codependent, all of these girls, I think that they're all leaving. And I think that Kyle probably got some good therapy. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, I'm going to start taking care of myself and focusing on me. And I think that there is this, like, I think that their marriage worked for so long because Kyle did have very deep insecurities and like really deep like body image issues. And I think Mauricio kind of like got away with the shit he probably – like I don't think that Mauricio's never cheated. Like I think he's cheated on her a bunch. And I think she let that happen because she was like, well, I'm a good mom and I'm doing this for my family. And like besides, like I don't really like myself. So like she probably didn't ever think that she deserved – to be fully committed to. Mm-hmm. And now that she's like, I'm taking care of myself. I'm not going to put up with people's shit. And I am not going to, I'm certainly not going to be the one that like, you know, uh, wags my tail behind my husband and like waits for him to give me attention right. because she also is older than him. So I think oh, that there she? was probably this thing. Cause women have this feeling, right? Like I'm getting older and my husband's younger. And like, now she's like, no, I'm fucking hot too. And like, I deserve attention too. So even in that conversation about the tattoos where she was like, maybe you should pay more attention to me. Like the way she said it and the way she was looking at this man, I was like, he has so deeply fucked up here. Like, I totally believe that this is all falling apart because Kyle finally decided to say, fuck you. I'm not going to put up with your shit anymore. And for that, I say, congratulations, mama. I agree. I took this off the soundboard, but in the words of Mary Cosby, cheers to that. Cheers. To that. First of all, <laughs> that's got to stay on the soundboard. I know. I needed to make room thinking. for um, for this. You ride me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's honestly what Kyle's trying to say to Mauricio. Yeah, honestly. You're, you're and absolutely like, right. <laughs> and like, love, be, love you know, being no more tattoos. Shut and Mauricio up. is saying this. That's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I I agree, but I do, you know, midlife crises do stress me out. Yeah, because people make really scary decisions, and it is what she's she's going through. She is going through that. Yeah, but I think if her scary decision is to put herself first, then it's a good. Yeah, I I know. 
Although the music video with that Morgan Wade lady. Morgan is tough. And you know what's tougher? What's the toughest about Morgan is when she opens that mouth of hers. <laughs> Have you heard her talk? Is it a whole bunch of yeehaw? She sounds like um, she sounds like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Yosemite Sam. Or what's the what's the the rooster? What's his F- name? Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, it's a little, a little foghorn leghorn. It's a little, little foghorn leghorn. <laughs> it's like, how you doing, Rainer? Margaret. Is she missing teeth? Like, what is going on? She might be. She, it's <laughs> Beverly Hills, though. They, they all they're all missing teeth underneath those veneers. <laughs> It's frightening under the veneers. Yeah. Can you imagine if one day like veneers just some something in global warming makes veneers like disintegrate? <laughs> Beverly Hills is going to be a sea of just like jack-o'-lanterns. Oh no, that's so scary. <laughs> I don't like it. It's so There's scary. like a movie there. I like this idea. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> um I also had this thought, like, because of the conversation that Kyle and Dorit are having over their sad pizza dinner. I was like, did Kyle steal Dorit's storyline? Kind of. She kind of did. <laughs> but then, you know, their friendship is weird to me. Uh-huh. There are times where their friendship feels real, like, like lifelong friends. And then, though, there are times where I'm like, is this a light lights on camera action friendship because that scene was so awkward yeah yeah why was that why was it so weird they're, they're friends they should be able to talk about their feelings yeah I, I wonder if it's because um again kyle was probably putting herself first and i wonder if like their relationship works because kyle tends to put herself down you know i think like that was also like kyle with lisa vanderpump as yeah like, you know what I mean? So yes, I wonder. That's a good point. She's always kind of like the last, the B player. Yeah, exactly. And so I wonder if Kyle kind of got tired of it and she gets to be with this Morgan Wade person who is obvious, like she, she would rather be with like a Morgan Wade or a Teddy who are obviously like Z listers and Kyle gets to shine next to them. Yeah. You know? Um, you want to talk about the Watch What Happens Live? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to really talk about Watch What Happens Live because if you haven't watched it, go check it out it was kind of crazy because multiple things were at play the first thing that was at play was that teddy was there and andy just hates her and can't find a way to not show how much he loathes her presence he does not smile once he literally the whole time was like huh he was like he was like snarling at her like he was just like so disgusted by her being there but i'm sorry she looks insane I don't know what's happening. She her face is frozen shut, and she was like literally like frozen on that seat, just like trying to be Tamara. She was like, "Yeah, well, what I would say is that she holds vodka in her purse, and she's a little bitch." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> like literally, what are you doing?" Everything she was saying was getting no reaction from the audience. It was so strange. I was she, like, your yeah. husband's in the audience. Even he's not laughing. Yeah, she was like, saying like scandalous thing after scandalous thing. And literally this silent in the audience. Yeah, it was so strange. And I do think that she got a Botox lip flip and her upper lip was not moving at all. It was very strange. Um, but yeah, Andy can't stand her and it made it uncomfortable to watch. Cause like on one hand, Andy was looking at Kyle and like giving her so much warmth mm-hmm. and then he would look over at Teddy like, fuck off. Who Teddy. was the booking person? Why did they book the two of them? No, 
And then they had Jay from the original. Um, yeah, put Queer Jay Eye. in the chair. Yeah, why was he at the bar? Jay and is like Jay. OG Bravo. Like, <laughs> if you don't know who he is, what are we doing? <laughs> Every time they cut to him, he was like, I'm the first person, famous person from this network. Literally. Like, I built this place. He did. He <laughs> and said here that. I am. Yeah. Here I am standing behind the bar. I was like, how sad. Yeah, I know. I agree. Whoever does booking there, I thought it was a very weird combo. But I'm wondering if it was a Kyle, we'll bring you on. We're going to ask you questions. Who do you want with you? Yeah. Exactly. I think that might have been it. Because, you know, say what you want about Kyle. She can be a mean girl. I agree. The woman will go there on television. She'll talk about things in a way that is very different than a lot of other people. Like, she she's very she's honest in a way that kind of freaks me out sometimes and she was being very honest about her questions that andy threw at her the only thing to me that felt sus was her morgan wade situation yeah so i think i i disagree with you that kyle is usually very honest i don't think she's honest about herself she's usually honest about um people oh my goodness what happened she's usually honest about people around her Uh who are like not doing well you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But with that. she will. She's very protective of like her marriage and her family and all that shit, right? So that being said, I was unbelievably impressed with how open Kyle was being, and she. You could tell that in the past, Kyle would have been like, "Andy, why are you asking me that question? You know, I can't talk about that." But even this time, she was like, "I can't believe I'm sitting here and saying all this stuff." But yeah. um, she yeah, says, it was like, so, go so off, Kyle. if you didn't watch it, she says that she ended things. It was her. Mm-hmm. She also says that the um, Dancing with the Stars relationship is very bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. Which that to me, her, she was earnest, like that was an earnest response to that. Yeah. Which makes me think that makes, and maybe this is just her being, uh, you know, in the Paris Kathy television universe that she just knows how to do tv it made me believe that her and morgan aren't a thing because she was so offended by him doing stepping out in that way yeah it made me think that maybe morgan is just a companion person for her but also maybe she hasn't realized yet that she has feelings for her even though she filmed that whole music video of making out with her but i don't know i felt bad for her when she was responding about the dancing with the stars drama i think that Kyle got really hot and she got a lot of attention from this female. I feel like Kyle is not the kind of person who would ever entertain attention from a man because I think that she would think like that's absolutely stepping out of her marriage. Mm -hmm. But then getting attention from a woman felt safe enough where she's like, I'm going to use this as a way to see if my husband fucking cares. And if he doesn't care, then the marriage is over. Do you know what I mean? And so I wonder if she almost like – I feel like maybe Morgan was always like, oh my God, Kyle, you're so hot. You're so hot. Like I, if you were single, whatever, whatever. And Kyle sort of paraded that around her husband to be like, okay, like this is an option. Like I might leave you for this. And I don't, but I don't think Kyle ever had the intention of leaving Mauricio. I feel like she's very much all about that marriage, but I think it's different ways of her trying to be like, I will fucking leave you if you don't get your shit together. Mm -hmm. But I still don't think that Kyle had any actual like anything beyond whatever was filmed in that music video with Morgan because Kyle gives pretty Judy like (laughs) I I kind of I I agree but I 
Yeah. I, I, I agree a lot about what you said about the companion. Like we expect women. We, we just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like women can be friends with women and it not be sexual mm-hmm. in the same, but like men, there are different scenarios, right? Women can be friends with women in those times of need where like she's struggling and it cannot be sexual where I don't always believe that in yeah. other scenarios that is the case. Yeah. Like men okay. in those scenarios is sus because men just have a different appetite than women. Unfortunately, <laughs> it manifests itself in different ways. I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying like women are lesser or that I'm just saying like, unfortunately men have a very outward appetite for like attention and sex that it goes on like that they don't talk about. And so when, if, if I saw Mauricio with a man, a gay man, like gallivanting around, I would be like, they're fucking <laughs> because okay. they probably were. <laughs> <laughs> but but with Kyle and Morgan, like she needs someone who can like she needs a companion because that's what she's missing, and it doesn't yeah. need to be sexual. She just needs someone who's like going to be with her emotionally through a time yeah. that is tough. Yeah, she needs someone, in the words of Alison Dubois, who will emotionally fulfill her. Know that. Know that. I mean, that actually is the perfect way to think about it because. I'm sure Morgan is emotionally fulfilling her, mm-hmm. not in a mm-hmm. physical way, literally purely emotional. Yeah. I mean, as a person who discovered that they're queer later in life, I can totally see that being a thing that would make me question like my my value in my marriage mm-hmm. if I wasn't getting emotionally fulfilled by my husband and then a woman who's like really close to me, who's always telling me, like rooting me on. And also I feel like – when you complain to your female friends who are married in like straight relationships or whatever mm-hmm. about your husband, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, well, all of our husbands are like this. Or like all of us do this. Like we just have to put up with it. There's like a lot of that kind of shit, you know? Oh, yeah. well, he didn't, you know, he's not, he's not terrible. Like, oh yeah, we've all put up with it. Whereas I feel like with being around more and more queer people, I feel like there's a lot more, like I find myself being more um, assertive about my needs and like what I want and what I what how I should be true to myself and not just fit the like heteronormative role of being like a wife or a husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I wonder if that also added added to Kyle's like desire for wanting more. And honestly, it's shocking because I fucking hate Kyle Richards, but I am rooting her on in this potentially midlife crisis. Yeah, I am too. I really am. There's something about her talking about her clarity that was really profound to me. Yeah. I was like, wow, your therapist is doing well. Yeah. But it's true. When you when you're on it you're on television drinking a lot, like I'm not saying there was a problem there, but like the show facilitates that type of culture. Yeah. And you stop drinking, you get your life together, cameras roll, you're gonna come to some really wild realizations. Yeah. Can you imagine and, filming the show with wine flowing through your veins for 12 years and then your 13th year you remove a substance wholly from your body and you're sitting there in front of cameras? It's going to be a different experience. Yeah. I wonder how um, Kyle feels about Bethany because Bethany's doing her like whatever takedown of Bravo. And a big thing that Bethany has been talking about is how like Bravo gets their talent drunk so that they can perform well on camera. And, um, I don't know. I just wonder because Kyle's like besties with Bethany, no? No, they're not anymore. 
Not anymore. No, oh. they they like unfollowed each other a while ago, like a couple of years ago. It was oh. like I think pre-COVID things fell. Oh my god, my voice just cracked. Pre-COVID, I think things fell through. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, also Kyle also previously has presented herself very anxious. She's very anxious and she's mm-hmm. very nervous. And this is the first time, like you said, like she seems very like not any of those things. So good for you, Kyle Richards. Look at me. I might be on your team. I wonder I do want her to commit a little bit more to the tats. They're all so little. They're so cute. There's they look like they're temporary she's tattoos. A, I know she's like, I got another tat. It's a star the size of my pinky nail. I'm like, okay, well that's not like a tattoo. I mean it is a tattoo, but that's like like, let's commit. Let's get in. I want, like, a yeah. big, like, Ben Affleck Phoenix tat on her back. <laughs> yeah. Come back to us when you have a full back Phoenix tat. And then we'll talk, okay? <laughs> commit to something huge. Commit to – remember I talked about those underboob tattoos? Yeah, I think those For are myself. beautiful. I love the underboob yeah. tats. Yeah, exactly. Like, get one of those, and then we can start talking. Anyway, fun times with these ladies. Wait, uh, one more thing I want to say. Uh-huh. We have to normalize. Okay. And you, I, I, this is a situation you're familiar with, that when that people can be queer and in relationships with, in, in heterosexual relationships, come out as queer. Yeah. And also, like, be friends with other queer people and it not be um, sexual. So, like, like yeah. Kyle, yeah. it's, of, of course, it's very fun to gossip about the twist of her being with a woman now. I get it. I do it. I get it. But in the heart of it, like it's, she could be a queer woman who is friends with Morgan Wade and is also dealing with her ex-husband and she'll find someone who is a man or a woman down the line, you know? Yeah. Just because you discover you're queer and then are hanging out with queer people doesn't mean that you're fucking those queer people. Like, right. right. All those things aren't required to happen. Unless you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gay people just like to have sex, so I, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking, but you know, you're not really. I'm not, but I'm gay, so I can sing. I can make that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, what a time. What a time. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for popping on the mic. <laughs> of course. Who else and- would I pop on the mic for? Just you. <laughs> You ride me. <laughs> we don't need to do the listen to each other on our whatever no, and follow because you, you know what? At this point, we've, we're essentially running our own podcast together now. It's fine. Every two to three weeks. <laughs> if you have any fun names for the Nora and Tom show, let us know. I already have it. What is it? Reality is a dumpster. Sure, I know, but part of me thinks we keep our own field separate, and then we have like a, a joint pod. <laughs> I still think it should be the reality is the dumpster. And it is. In that statement, it gets truer by the minute. <laughs> Literally, we started this chat by talking about how the world is falling apart. So what are you going to do? Yeah. And I hope, you know, and I mean this honestly, I hope everyone listens to this and is a nice little escape from, from the world because it's okay to escape a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It was, That's it why we watch these there. shows. Because yeah. we mentally cannot be you know, a savior like all day and we can't solve the world's problems, but you just need to love everyone because everyone needs that love right now. It's truly everyone does. Yeah. Because the world, that's a bitch. (laughs) Is that what she says? She's a bitch. The world she's, who? What does Dorit say? Who's a bitch? 
Oh, she there says. No, no, she goes, she goes, she goes, that's a, she's a showman. She's a bitch. Oh, play it. That's a bitch. Oh, that's a bitch. Yeah. yeah the world bitch. falling apart. That's, that's a, a bitch. bitch. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Sorry, it took me a second. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you ride me. You ride me. 